Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. How do we know, like, will God work it out? Because there are some big things on this. You know, there's always big things in prayer and fasting. Um... Uh, that we're believing for, but I feel like 2022 uh, is the year that I've got the biggest things I've ever, I'm believing God for. Like this, I've always had things on my list. I've always had, you know, and, and things about other people, but I'm telling you, this year is different. This year is monumental for me uh, personally, and for some things that we're believing for, for, you know, with, in regards to the ministry and our own personal lives. And, um, and so I really started thinking about how do we know God will work it out? So before I get into that, I just want to make mention that, um, I hijacked our youth podcast, the last gen podcast. I hijacked it this week. And I am uh, taking over, and it's called How to Stay Pure in an Impure World. I felt like I needed to get with, no, you're not being selfish, Tyra. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that here in a little bit. Um, I felt like for the youth, uh, do we have a slide, Maddie, for it? Uh, for the new one? Yeah. Uh, how to how, and you should get your teenagers your teenagers to listen to this because it's on a topic you absolutely can be a young woman and a young man and live pure uh, before the Lord until you get married because we're taught so much how bad sex is and we have to realize that sex isn't bad but what makes it bad is when it's done out of the order of the way God intended it. So I'm going to touch on that topic. I'm going to talk about it to this young generation, to teenagers, teenager boy and girl, because we, we hear that. We get that in our mind that it's bad. And then, you know, and then like, you know, Christians just aren't talking about it. We're not telling kids about it. We're not saying, you know, uh, getting pregnant and this and that, and it's all bad. And so in their mind, they're so scared of the word and they're so scared of the consequences and they're scared of the wrong thing. The, the consequences that we should be scared of are the consequences, okay, of sin and, and how it can be detrimental to our life and, and so on. And so, you know, not, we should fear the Lord and honor and respect and obey the word of God. And so that's what I talk about. I give five keys to teenagers on how to live free from temptation, how to stay away from it, how we understand that there's a proper order because we don't have to be a weirdo teenager. We don't have to be kids that have no social skills, uh, wearing turtlenecks, with jeans in the corner over there reading our Bible <laughs> like that. <laughs> My daughter's laughing at me in the back. We don't, uh, teenage girls and boys don't have to look like that. And so that's what I talk about in this podcast. How can our teenagers be a light 
How can they be a light and how can they stay pure in an impure world? So make sure teenagers, you know, young adults, people who are dating, people who are single but looking, because I talk about in that podcast, listen, this is for all ages. You're not married till you're married, okay? You're not married, I'm gonna say it again, until you're married. Super basic statement. You're not married till you're married. Because what happens is young kids and teenagers and young adults and youth, they get close. They think, oh, this is the person for me. I'm so in love. Or they get engaged. And so then all of a sudden it's like, well, we can do this anyway because we're getting married. Let me tell you, God doesn't look at it like that. He looks at it as when you're married, you're married. So until then, it's time to stay pure. It's time to stay pure. And so that's the podcast that we have going on this week on the last gen make sure you go to instagram you get your um teenagers involved in what's going on alex my nephew uh heads it up and he's phenomenal he's anointed he's going to challenge the youth and young adults he's gonna he gives giveaways so, so get your teenagers involved on instagram with the last gen and then we have a podcast subscribe to it so um, you'll know every week, every Tuesday, we put out new um, uh, podcasts for your teenagers. <clears throat> okay, today we're talking about how do we know that God's going to work it out? How do we know? So I was cleaning out my room the other day, and um, a song came on, and I just started thinking about some stuff, and I was praying, you know. Uh, there's things I have to do during the day. So not all the time, you know, in the mornings, good and stuff, but like throughout the day, not all the time I can escape and pray. But let me tell you, I was folding clothes and hanging up clothes and I was having a good old conversation with the Lord. I was just talking. I was declaring. I was, I, I was sticking it to the devil. Let's just say I was taunting him. I was going after him with every fiber in my body because there's some things that I am believing for that are going to be a complete turnaround before the end of these 21 days. I know it. I know it in my spirit. And so I was just thanking the Lord after I went to the Lord with um, Thanksgiving and told him how wonderful he was. Then I just made my request known. You know, it says in Philippians, I believe it's 4, 8, make your request known. And so I was, I was just laying it all out on the table because sometimes we think, oh, well, God just knows. So I don't need to talk to him. I don't need a prayer. No. When a relationship with somebody, you communicate with them, you talk to them. And so that's what I was doing. I was just laying it out on the table. I said, listen, Lord, bloop, and just let it roll. And then after I did that, I declared things out of his word. I said, listen, this is why I know it will work out. This is why I know that you're going to answer when I call. This is why I know because how good of a God you are. And then from there, I went to taunting the devil. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? Because, you know, when you taunt somebody, when you bully someone, they're going to retaliate. I dare the devil to retaliate. I triple dog dare him because I'm so ready. I'm so ready to slice him up because I ate him so much. So see, you got to live ready, you got to live with the fight in your eyes, and you got to get your spearmint ready to roll. So I was thinking of, how will I know God will work it out? And, and 
in my remembrance, I was brought to Genesis, Genesis 32, and I'm going to read uh, verse 22 through 32. And this is where Jacob wrestles with God, because I was just thinking I was like kind of like in a, you know, an intense, an intense prayer time while I'm hanging up my clothes. And, I, and, and just in remembrance, I envision myself with that same that same determination, that same thing was like, I'm not going to let go, God, until I get what I came for. I'm not letting go until you bless me. Now, to bless me, there's some things that are going to be in order, like with my blessing, with my blessing. Like, I'm not going to have things out of order because I don't feel blessed if I feel like there's chaos and there's things out of order and, you know, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing that God's asked me to do. So I said, Lord, I'm going to be like like uh, Jacob. I'm going to wrestle. <laughs> I am going to show determination. I'm going to show perseverance. I'm not letting go. That's what we're doing during this fast, everybody. We're not going to let go until you give me what I'm praying for, what I'm believing for. And so get that fight in your eyes during this prayer and fasting. Get that tenacity, get that boldness that I am not letting go, Lord, what I'm believing for. What are you believing for? Are you believing for restoration in your marriage? Well, bring it to the Lord. We're, don't let go of your marriage during this 21 days. Things can happen in a moment with God. Your miracle is right around the corner. You're one prayer away from receiving what God has for you. This is not a time to let go. This is not a time. I, I'm telling you, people are starting to put stuff in cruise control. It doesn't matter what season they're in. It doesn't matter what, if it's the beginning of the year where everyone usually does like all of their um goals and everything. You've got just Christians that are on cruise control. They're just going with the world crisis. They're going with the numbers, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. Uh, they need to read some numbers here in the word of God. Let me give them some chapter and verses and maybe their faith will increase. Stop with the numbers. Stop with the, the nonsense of the news. Stop with so-and-so said. Stop. If God didn't say it, why am I going to believe it? If Jesus didn't say it, why am I going to go with that report? report over the report of the word of God. Why? So if there's something you're believing for, what are you believing for? Salvation for your kids, your kids to come back. They knew God and now they're away. Think about it. What is it that you're willing to wrestle God for? What is it that you're willing to say, I'm not letting go until you bless me? Because there are some things that I was thinking about that I'm believing God for that I started thinking, that's me. I'm going to be Jacob. I'll, I'll take my hip being put out of place because I'm getting what I'm asking for. That's why we're doing this. Prayer, prayer and fasting is a change for us. It gives us a strength and a boldness. It's, it, we're, not, we're not, you know, it's not changing God. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. You know, so we're not changing God by fasting. This is for us. We are down here fighting in a supernatural war. And who's going to win? Who's going to win? All right. I love you, Janine. Hey, Letty. All right. 
So during the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two servant wives and his 11 sons and crossed the Jabbok River with them. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all his possessions. This left Jacob all alone in the camp and a man came and wrestled with him until dawn began to break. When the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of its socket. Then the man said, uh, let me go for the dawn is breaking. So you see that this was like hours. This was not like, you know, 30 seconds and then the ref calls it. You're out. Like started at, started at night and wrestled till dawn. And God was like, this dude is not letting up. Like in order for me to actually be done with Jacob, I need to bless him so I can leave. Okay, because it has been nighttime and we're bringing this wrestling match all the way until the dawn. Okay, so let me go before the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So verse 26 needs to be in our vocabulary. I will not let you go until you're going to bless me, Lord. I will not let you go until I see the answers of what I'm believing for. What do you need during this, this prayer and fasting? Health in your body? Disease to run out? Direction on your next step? Finding your purpose? Everything that you're thinking about right now, everything that's on your prayer points and your prayer list for this fast is something that God has an answer for. Don't, you know, someone said earlier about a long list. It doesn't matter how long it is. He's a good father and just like our earthly fathers. Okay, I'm gonna go into a verse in a second for that. But just like our earthly fathers wanna take care of us, then how much more does our heavenly father wanna take care of us? So we gotta get verse 26 in our in our. Uh, vocabulary sinking into our spirit is I will not let go. That needs to be like something you say every day for this fast. I will not let go until you bless me, Lord. Until this point on my prayer point list is checked off that I'm believing God for, I will not let go. This is not the only time throughout the year that we need to be seeking God by prayer and fasting. It should be other times throughout the year. So when this 21 days is up, you guys should be in this like, you know, mode. Like I'm going to continue to pray as much and I'm going to continue to read the word and seek after his uh, revelation of the word of God. But I will not let go until you bless me. He said, what is your name? The man asked. He replied, Jacob. Your name will no longer be Jacob. The man told him from now on you'll be called Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have won. So then Jacob says, please tell me your name, Jacob said. Why do you want to know my name? The man replied. Um, then he blessed Jacob here. And so... Uh, Hold on one second. And then Jacob named the place Peniel, which means face of God. For he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life 
has been spared. So look, God honors the perseverance and determination that Jacob had. Okay? Are we going to have that same perseverance? Are we pressing through in this prayer and fasting? Do our days look different? Or they look the same? Like, are we still like, we're trying to fast and then we're trying to go to the gym for two hours and we're trying to do, you know, the normal tasks of everyday life that we always do? No, it should be a mindset that your days are going to look different. I can't do the same. I, I'm telling you, years ago, I used to try to keep my schedule the same and do the prayer and fasting and then work out. And I mean, it was terrible and it wasn't smart and it caught up with me and it made my fast harder and it made me break my fast and it made I mean it, it's terrible when when we get through December like it's in our mindset it's chunked out in our mind like on our calendar our mindset is our days will look different our days because we're going to make this easy you can make a fast easy and you can make a fast really hard on yourself and so this is a time that our days are looking different because I want what I'm going to God for. So do we have the perseverance to press on or are you going to make it harder on yourself? Are you keeping a different schedule? Are you going to say like Jacob with determination? Because that's one of the great qualities I see about Jacob here is determination. He wasn't a quitter and it's easy to quit when you're tired, when you're hungry, when you're not doing things right, it's easy to quit. It's easy to let go. But one thing when I was thinking of about how God's going to answer the things I'm believing for during this fast and this story came to my mind. I mean, literally, I'm like in my closet of my bedroom cleaning and like this just came to me and just like started downloading in, inside me. And I was just like, you know what? That's it. That's how I'm going to get what I'm believing for, for this fast. I'm going to be like Jacob. I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to hang on. I'm going to be perseverance. I'm going to have um, determination. I am going after what God has for me and for you. We're standing with you. You guys are sending in your testimonies. I've got so many that came in. I'm going to read some at the end and we're going to pray and we're going to join our faith together. Because we are in this together. We are doing this as a team. I'm your teammate. You're my teammate. That's how Christians are. And there's strength in numbers. And so when we join our faith together, just think about the answers of our prayer requests that are going to happen. Um, but you see Jacob has quality as determination. I was thinking of Jacob and the lineage and where he came from. And, and, you know, he, he was just paid, he, you know, had to work for Laban and married, tricked, married the wrong girl, worked another seven years for Rachel. I mean, he, he was determined to get the girl he wanted. So that's, that was in his makeup, in his makeup, in his DNA was determination. And that's what's going to get us our miracle, being determined, being determined in our faith being determined in what we will not allow and what we will allow, what we will be determined to, to hear, what comes in our eye gate, our ear gate. That's all going to matter when it comes to, hey, am I going to get what God has for me? So 
I know there's lots of big stuff that everyone's believing for. Husbands, I know there's people believing for babies. There's people believing for finances and restoration uh, of, of relationships, of kids coming home. And none of that is too far. Nobody has done something too bad and too far that God can't save them and come back for. So never discredit or discount somebody that you know that you're believing for. Well, this is what they've done and this is where they're at. That's what I said at the beginning. It's one prayer away from a miracle. In just a moment, in just a moment, things can turn around for somebody. All it has to do is click. Holy Spirit speak to them and it just clicks. And there's some things I'm believing God for big with some people and then I, I mean, that's just my prayer. I'm like, Lord, it's going to click. It's going to make sense. Saturate the people that I'm praying for with the Holy Spirit and with the anointing of God. So it just clicks for them. And um, when you go over to uh, when you go over to Isaiah 65, Go to Isaiah. I, so, so I'm thinking of the story, and then I'm thinking of Isaiah 65, 24. I will answer them before they even call me. I will answer them. Who's them? His children. He's going to answer before you even call. He knows your needs. He knows your desires. He's going to answer before you even call. While they're still talking about their needs. So think about that. While you're still saying it to the Lord. While you're still declaring. While you're still praying and believing and saying what you want from the Lord. He says, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. He didn't say, hey, I'm like Santa. Come sit on my lap. I want to see your list. Now, you're only going to get three out of those five things on your list, okay? Because that's all I have time for. That's all I have the power for. That's it. No. <laughs> There's no relation. There's no same level to the Santa Claus compared to the Lord. It's before you call. While you're calling me, I'm going to answer before you even finish that sentence. Um, Aaron, it's Isaiah 65, 24, um, that he's going to answer what you're asking for. So God is anticipating, he's anticipating your necessity. He's anticipating your needs. He's anticipating you to reach out to him. You know, I have a wonderful earthly father. My dad and I are very, very, very close. And I always... Uh, think about this. I'm like, you know, when I call my dad, anything I ask him, anything still, he's 70 and I am late 30s. A woman never says her age. <laughs> and so to this day, my dad never says no to me. He doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't think how old he'll ever be. Like, he will help me and do whatever he can at any whim. I mean, there's nothing that I ask. My dad's like, I can't do it or I can't figure it out or no. 
you're old enough, Carolyn, you can just do it on your own. Go hire somebody. Like, he's never turned me down. And I was like driving today and I was thinking, you know what? That, if that's what my dad, my earthly dad is like, what? It, I mean, my heavenly father is far greater, far greater to do things for us that it says in Isaiah 24 that I will answer them before they even call to me while they're still talking, while they're still talking about their needs, while you're still making your request to him. He's saying, done, answered, good, not hard, nothing's hard for me, okay. I mean, he's just doing it left and right. And so God anticipates your necessities and he has a desire to grant your prayer requests before, before, before you're even done with it, before you're even done with it. So that's how I know that during this 21 days of prayer and fasting, that God is going to answer because you guys have the determination. You guys have the perseverance that, listen, I'm going to keep pressing in. I'm going to keep going after this because I'm not letting go until I get my answer. I'm not letting go until I get what I want from the Lord. I'm not going to let go. Lord, you're going to bless me. I'm going to be that. I'm going to be so annoying to you, Lord. You'll be like, that Carolyn again, she's talking to me again. <laughs> no. Our Heavenly Father loves when we talk to him. But I'm just saying, like, be that, like that widow, that, that widow woman in um, the New Testament, and they're in court, and she just went on and on and on and on and on. And, and, and the guy in the, now I'm, like, forgetting where it is. I think it's in, in uh, Luke. But she's, like, on and on and on and on and on. And uh, the, the, the head guy in, in the court was, like, all right, just Grant her her wish. She's so annoying. She's so, uh, she's being so perseverant. Like she just will not stop. She won't shut it that I'm just going to grant her. <laughs> I'm going to grant her her request. And that's how we're going to be. Yeah, Hannah. And now I, I have it highlighted in here. And now I'm just, it wasn't on my radar for today. And so, but you're going to have to be like that. You're going to have to be that annoying woman this is the time to be annoying okay not to our husbands not to our children but right now during our prayer and fasting because we're going to be like listen lord you stuck with me until you bless me i'm hanging on you know where you like a kid sits <laughs> like a kid sits on your foot and like wraps their arms around your leg and you're like i can't go anywhere because you're weighing me down. That's like the same thing. Thank you, Lynn-Ann. Yeah, I thought it was Luke. Um, uh, and that's what we're going to have to be until you get, until you get what God has for you, until you get your prayers answer. Uh, someone just wrote, I refuse, refuse, refuse to let go divine possession this year in 2022. That's right. Amen. We're taking divine possession in 2022. That is the word. I'm sticking to it. I feel it. My spirit man leaps every time I say it. So we have to remember not to be unsure that God's going to bless you. 
You know, it, it, it says a little bit when you go to Genesis and you look in, in the part where it's like um, Jacob's asking, like, are you God? Okay, he knew who he was wrestling. Okay, he knew. Look, it, let me go to it real quick. Uh the angel says, I will not, uh, Jacob says, I will not let you go to you. Bless me. And the man, angel, which was God, uh, said, what is your name? The man asked, replied Jacob. And then verse 29, please tell me your name, Jacob said. And then it's funny to me because I kept reading it over and over and over again last night. As, and the response was, why do you want to know my name? The man replied. Then he blessed Jacob there. But it's like, he, he knew because he just said two verses up was like, I'm not letting go until you bless me. And then he was like, I want to know your name. Are you sure? So we have to make sure that uh, we don't ever have the question, will God bless me? Will God answer my prayers? I believe, but then I don't believe. But we know in James it says, if you're like the waves of the ocean, you're not going to get what you're requesting. So let's make sure we know that God wants to bless us. He's a good God. He's not giving us anything that he's redeemed us from. And he wants to see you succeed. He wants to see you um, increase in every area of your life. He wants to see you have good relationships with people. He wants to see you have a wonderful marriage. He wants to see you have kids. He wants to see your finances grow because it... <laughs> when your finances grow, the kingdom can grow because we are, are, we're supposed to be givers. We are giving to the kingdom. As I increase, I can increase the kingdom. So it, it benefits all of us. And so we, we don't have to ever wonder, will God? The answer is yes. But you have to stay determined. You have to stay on top of it. You have to stay in prayer. You have to ask and you have to believe and you have to live by faith. You have to live by faith on it. He said it. It is what it is. And we're not, we're not going off of that. His word said it. His word said it. His word said it. I'm just saying that again because it has to sink in for people. His word said it. So I have to believe it. I have to. It's a must. It's a must to see what we're getting. So listen, today we're going to pray. I'm going to uh, read off a few requests that have come in uh, to me because we're all going to agree together right now. We're all jumping on board. All of our faith is lining up together because I want to see you succeed. I want to see you hold a testimony in your hand all throughout the year. Several testimonies. The word of God says in Revelation, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and so not just the blood of the lamb, but and the word of our testimony. Your testimony is going to set someone else free. Your testimony is going to increase the faith of someone you're believing God for. Your testimony is going to increase your faith to go to new levels and to see a miracle that you're believing God for. And so uh, different things, financial breakthrough. Several people were praying, asking me to b believe for a husband. Several people were asking to believe for um, children. Several people were asking uh, to believe for um, rekindling relationship with God, uh, having their wayward children back, back to seek God. Because listen, they've got seeds inside of them. 
those seeds are planted. We're going to get that watered and have them come back. We've got people who want to um, start some projects, uh, finish books, different things that they're writing. So they're asking for direction on that. They're asking for um, help in finishing it. Like, Lord, give me guidance. I have this desire. You've put this God idea in, idea in me. And so now I need you to help me. Where do I start? How do I go about it? Erin, um, she's writing in right now. I'm believing for divine connection for a husband and stepfather for my son. And so th these are just the, a few of the different things uh, that people are declaring God for. And that is what we're believing for together. We're not going to let go until God blesses us. We are not going to let go until God blesses us. And, I, and I'm, I'm on repeat mode. Because sometimes we've allowed things into our vocabulary that we've grown up with and it just becomes a way of life and you're going to have to catch yourself. And so, you know what? We're going back to the basics. And the basics sentence of today is, I will not let go until you bless me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person watching today, listening to the replay that as we continue on this 21 days of prayer and fasting, we're going to see what we have written out for the Lord. We are going to be like Jacob in this story in these 21 days. I will not let go until you bless me. Lord, fill each and every person with a supernatural boldness, Lord, to take by force what they're believing for. Father God, I command bodies right now who are sick, who are filled with disease, who aren't feeling good, to be well. Now, I rebuke the enemy. He has no say. He has no place. He has no right. He has no authority. For the word of God has given us authority over every enemy over every dark force in the mighty name of Jesus. So by the sound of my voice, we agree in faith together. It cannot remain. So Lord, I ask you now, touch people's bodies. For ones believing for babies, Lord, that you are the creator. You are the creator of everything and the creator of everything good. And you created our bodies to have children. So the ladies who are saying, Lord, I want a baby. And if something you've been given a bad report, we reject it in the name of Jesus. Because whatever's on man's paper is not on the holy paper. And so this holy word of God says you are to be fruitful, you are to multiply, that your organs, I command them to line up properly with the word of God. The way God created and intended them to work, they're lining up now in the mighty name of Jesus. And so you want a child? I believe that this is your year to become a parent. You want to be a mom? You want to be a dad that's watching? This is your year for your body to line up with the word of God. Father, I command fear has to go. It's not of you. It's not of you, Lord. The word of God says, I was just reading this morning, 
that if you want to bind up the strong man, then it's got to take over. But the enemy has no, fo- no, no ability to come into our, our domain. He has no ability to come in and bind up the strong man because, Lord, you've given us the victory. You know, Luke 10, 19 says you've given us all power. So you can't bind up this strong man. You can't bind up the strong man that's watching this because the enemy has no authority and we take it now as our rightful place as the children of God. That fear, anxiety, depression, it has to go in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you supernaturally block things out of people's ears that are trying to hear from this world and that the the anointing of God infiltrates them, infiltrates their thoughts, infiltrates their, their, the way they speak, that it just lines up with the word of God. Lord, we are going to be like Jacob not only through this fast, but through 2022. And we're gonna say with determination and perseverance, I will not let go until you bless me. Lord, I'm calling in kids that have gone away from the Lord, gone away from you, Lord, for a seed has been deposited inside of them that this is gonna be a major turnaround year. We're having household salvations in the mighty name of Jesus. The devil has no say, for we're calling them in. Lord, send people in their path. Send the Holy Spirit to overtake them. Give them one second in your presence, Lord. One second in a conversation. One second in a church service where the anointing takes over them and they can feel your goodness. They can see your miracles because it's going to change everything inside of their life. Father God, thank you for each and every person watching that as we continue to fast and pray you give us a supernatural strength like no other you give us a boldness to take what you're giving us lord by force with a violent faith we're not putting up with the devil's mess anymore we're not listening to outside voices we got the blood of door on the doorpost of our home and we have a boundary and you can't enter the boundary unless i say so so thank you jesus that you've given us the strength as we continue on this fast, as we continue to read your word, as we continue in the presence of God. Lord, thank you for all that you're doing for us. And I can't wait to see the testimonies, not only in my own life, but in your life as well. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Man, I'm feeling it. I'm happy. I'm raring to go. You guys are too. I see the fire emojis. That's right. We decree in Jesus name. The blood of Jesus is more than enough. That's right. Amen. Amen. Kelly, if you need a new church, start looking, you know, Make it a prayer point. You're never going to be able to change leadership. So if, if leadership set on some ways, then it might be time. You know, we all move for everything else. We move for jobs. We move for family members. We move for uh, any really any opportunity. We move because of pleasure. We want to go to another state. We like the weather better. But listen, we moved because of a church. Everything was great in our life, and we got down to Florida because of a church. And so, you know, make that a priority. If you have to move 
because of a church, God will take care of the rest. You know, that's what he wants. He doesn't need you in disarray because you're sticking around hoping that things are going to change. You need to go somewhere else. I love you guys so much. Thank you for sticking on with me. Um, we fly out Friday, so I'm not going to be back on uh, this Friday because we head to Indiana, but I am here today. But make sure tonight at 9 o'clock, back in, back in the studio for day, or well, not day, I guess by then it's night, night four of our prayer and fasting. I don't know what Ted's calling them, if they're like considered services online, um, but I know last night uh, people had requested that he brings in, love you too, Kelly from Jamaica, um, that he people that he would bring in his piano to do some worship. So I know that's going to happen uh, during some of these nights. So just make sure you're a part of it. Cause I'm telling you when you are fasting and yes, when you read and yes, but I'm telling you these services, this, these teachings, it, it's feeding your spirit, man. That's the whole point of doing this prayer and fasting. We're, we're feeding. We're not on a diet. We can di diet anytime. That's no big deal. You know what I mean? A doctor asks you to fast before they have to do. Uh... <laughs> Jody, it's already in the studio. I think he brought it this morning when he came. Um, and so, you know, what makes us different with Jesus asking us, saying when you fast, when you pray, is that while we're not eating, we're spiritually eating a lot. And that's what's gonna help you during this fast. So keep pressing in, be like Jacob. I will not let go. Dedicated, perseverance is key here. I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. If you got church tonight, have a wonderful service and we'll see you at nine o'clock. Love you, bye.